know that song? Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. Um, and then the bridge says, I'll never know how much it costs. I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon the cross. Uh, hi, this is Michael Thompson here with the Brand New Day podcast. And as always, with the simple agenda of helping everyday ordinary people uh, do extraordinary things to, to live lives of greatness, to be overcomers in a world gone mad. Uh, it's always been a fallen world. It's just that sometimes it's just a little more revealed. And certainly that's the case in this 2020. So I'm so glad, so thankful for this podcast, and I'm thankful for you to listen. I want to encourage you to listen closely. This podcast can be more than just another media entertainment. I hope that you enjoy it. But more than that, I hope there's a level of discipline in you coming and saying, you know, there's something here that's of God and that's coming from his word, and I want it to apply. And so, Lord, even now I pray that this podcast, we pray together for each listener that you would somehow speak life and and breathe life through this message, through the music, uh, through this time together, and strengthen your people, everyday ordinary people. Raise us up, Lord, to be heroes, to be people that you can be proud of and can one day say, well done, good and faithful servant. I pray, Lord, for the the people that listen to this, that they would grow in their hope and their sense that it's possible to live a life that's worthy of the Lord, to please you and, and, and to be able to enter into uh, our home one day, not having run a perfect life, but truly having lived a life which direction was clear, and that is in the direction of you, O oh God. So bless this time, Lord, use it in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, I was listening to someone the other day talking about David. And, you know, David had some spectacular, I mean, that guy had some beauties, you know, I mean, he had the the whole thing with Bathsheba, he had adultery, then the, the murder, then the cover-up and all this thing. And yet the Bible says, oh, he was a man after God's own heart. It's because the prevailing winds of his life were toward the Lord, and God saw his imperfections, but there was something about it. And that's my prayer for you and my encouragement. You can be that person. You can be that person while imperfect, like Peter or like David. Um, you know, there's others that, that you, can, you can be that person that in your own way you're being faithful. And I want to encourage you today with a very simple simple way to do that, and that is through your giving. Let me tell you something about giving. Giving reminds me of sexuality. The enemy loves to distort it. He loves to give it a bad name. He likes to just turn it up, turn it just a little bit sideways and then say, oh yeah, this is, you know, this, he likes to like to to, to make it a give it's like the old song you give love a bad name you know you give giving a bad name no giving is beautiful it's god ordained it's been going on for thousands of years and it's a key piece for everyday believers like us to a key piece in the advancement of the gospel the advancement of god's kingdom and us truly walking in victorious uh, god honoring ways and honoring jesus with our giving so I want to go straight to the point and just say, praise the Lord that he's made it. Being someone in ministry and seeing the value of partnership, I'm so thrilled. You know, sometimes, oh, you have to raise money. I'm like, are you kidding? I love to talk to 
brings people together. It gives people a sense that I have a role. I'm not just a pew sitter. And if it's done wisely and strategically and in partnership, it's very exciting and you can make a trace. You can trace. You know, someone goes out and shares the gospel with someone. They can say, hey, you know, I was able to talk to someone and this is what happened. But when someone gives strategics, you can even be able to say, you know, because I gave, someone was able to go out and share the gospel. And we all have a part of it. There isn't one. I love to tell some of my wealthy friends, I say, you know what? You and your money can't do anything. It's the combination of of the giver and the prayer and the goer and, and the administrator and, and everyone working together. So the kingdom is interdependent. That's what it teaches us in Romans. And I just love it. So today's going to be quick and to the point. And let me just say, uh, three key points for you on giving. And these are all taken from the Bible, of course. I, I'm big on that. We should be, if anyone speaks, he should do so as speaking the very words of God. So uh, these are three kind of pearls that I like to take away from cool stories of people, everyday people giving. First of all, I'll give you the three up front. Break the rules, give strategically, and give in the moment as a lifestyle. So break the rules, give strategically, and give in the moment. Okay, what do I mean by break the rules? Well, sometimes great giving is irrational giving. You can't always just say, well, you know, how much is left in the account? And, and this is what I've always done. And this is, the, you think the widow did that? The widow's might. She put in everything. And did Jesus say, you know, it really wasn't the wisest thing. She, you know, she just gave in the moment. And, and, and I praise the Lord for that story of the widow's might. And, that's a beautiful way when God moves us to just to just give, you know, like that. And then you think about the other lady that broke the rules, the alabaster jar lady. There's Jesus. He just broke this thing. The disciples, Mr. Holy Guy, you know, is like, what do you think you're doing? I can't believe she just wasted all that money on that perfume that's so valuable. And and Jesus commends her and says, No, no. She she broke the rules, she broke the jar, and and she's honoring God. And then the greatest rule breaker of that is, when I say rules, again, it's something that seems irrational. The greatest giver of all time is God the Father himself, who did not spare his own son, but graciously gave him up for us all. That's from Romans 8. God is a giving God. It's its very nature, and God's people need to have that same kind of just, it's in our nature. It's, it's who we are. Jesus breaks the rules. Even the angels do not understand. It teaches us the the level of grace that God has bestowed on human beings, on our species. He didn't do it for angels. He did it for humanity. And he broke rules uh, of, of what we would think are just rational rules, like how could anyone give that much? You say, well, he didn't give money. Hey, money's easy compared to going on a cross. So God is so so great. As the song that we were talking about, um, I'll never know how much it cost. The great currency of the kingdom ultimately isn't actually money anyways. The great currency is blood, it's sacrifice, and money is just one more example of sacrifice. The number two, other than break the rules, is give strategically. Uh, you know, there's a secret group. Uh, you know, people always in, in the United States, it's because oh, is there a deep state? There are people that are controlling things behind the scenes. And actually, I would say, yes, I think there are types of people that are like that. To what level? That's not always known. But there are definitely people behind the scenes trying to influence. But you know what's awesome? God has God has people like that in the kingdom. They're under the radar. They're often very, very uh 
unknown. They're quiet. They like to stay confidential. And sometimes they give away tens, even hundreds of millions of dollars strategically to different organizations or different efforts of advancing the gospel in some of the most difficult places in the world. I know some of these people. I consider them heroes. Uh, You actually know of their companies a lot of times. Um, You buy their goods, but behind some of these prospering companies are people who are giving in very strategic ways. But they ask really good questions, and they're very strategic. When you think about uh, your giving, if let's say that you have at least some money, you might be thinking, well, you know, I'm going to invest in the stock market. You might even hire someone to help you make sure you make good decisions, and they analyze companies and say, well, this is the P.E. ratio, and this is this, that, and the other. Well, in the kingdom, what if we did the same thing and we asked the questions that foundations ask? You know, what's the return? What is this going to look like? What are the leadership like? Um, is there a need? Is this going to cause a dependency issue? Is this really the most strategic way to reach the lost? You know, these are all great questions that, what's the timeline? These are, these are the kind of questions that we can even learn to ask, especially when we're considering huge investments into the kingdom. Then let's think about Paul. Paul was strategic, right? He told the Corinthians, hey, everybody, listen. Set aside a certain portion of your income every week and then let it accumulate so that when I arrive, I can take those funds and I can distribute those to different missionary workers that are going out among the peoples. Another strategic giving is God, um, when God was telling the, the people how to handle the Levites and how to set the Levites apart. These are workers. They're doing specific things. They need to get this percentage. And those are also strategic ways that God was calling people to give. And then in addition to breaking the rules and, and then also giving strategically, the last one is to give in the moment. Uh, to have a lifestyle. I love, there's something about just giving in the moment. And, you know, it could be something as simple. One of my favorite things, I I know you're supposed to do your giving in secret, but sometimes public, sometimes secret. I can defend both from the scriptures, but I'll just tell you for fun. It's not a big deal anyways. The the classic, it's so beautiful, so simple. Driving in the drive-thru McDonald's, for whatever reason, I just felt like, man, I just need to pay for the people behind he just told, looked a teller in the eye at the window, and I said, will you please tell the people behind them that God loves them and this is this is on a friend, you know? And I just, that's it, and paid for their, whatever they ordered, I'm buying it. You know, that's an example of giving in the moment. But think about Zacchaeus, the guy, he's so forgiven, he's such a such a cheat, and, and Jesus got a hold of him, he's like, ah, I'm just going to give, just going to give like crazy, and I just, and it's just like, people say, are you sure? But yeah, I'm sure, it's just like, this is crazy, you just picture like him just laughing and, and just being so overjoyed in response to what God has done for him, that he just wanted to give above and beyond. And, and think about people like Joseph, the guy that donated the tomb for Jesus. What 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 a great gift in the moment that was. It wasn't like that was in his annual plan, but he saw a need and somehow God stirred in his heart and he gave that way. And so these are just some tips, friends. You know, the the church is definitely powered by prayer. It's powered by the Spirit of God, but a key piece, a key component, not greater than all the others, but a key piece, and it's always been this way for thousands of years, is the generous giving of everyday people. So whatever that amount is, the amount and the where it goes matter, but it also matters just as an act of worship to say, God, this is what I have, the widow's might. I just want to give you this. And so whether you have great means or whether you have limited means, I challenge you. You may just be a 20-something. You say, well, I've got 
you know, I've got to pay for school and I've got this and I'm living off of ramen noodles. You may be someone, a friend that's in Africa, you say, man, I'm the same situation. I just have very little to give. Or you may be someone that says, I'm sitting on a million dollars and I don't know how much is enough to give. And everything in between. And I tell you, as a brother in Christ, he's already given us everything that we need and our future is bright. But let us give abundantly. Let us break the rules. Let us give strategically and let us give in the moment as he leads. And may God truly be honored and may the kingdom advance as a result. As we enter into this giving season, uh, I I pray, God, that you will stir your people. I pray you stir people to give to One Way Ministries. I pray that you would stir your people to give to local churches. I pray that you'd stir your people to give all over wherever you would have them give, Lord. And let them give uh, cheerfully, generously, not under compulsion. And in a way that will truly honor you. Uh, Bless us all, Lord, as we go into this season and we celebrate the greatest gift, Jesus Christ, God, we thank you. And we pray together today in Jesus' name. God bless you, friend. We'll see you soon.